The Women in Gridiron Show is a production of Mojo Sports in partnership with the Women's Gridiron Leagues of Australia. Welcome back to another episode of the Women in Gridiron Show. I am joined by the one, the only, Christy Moran off the back of the Gridiron New South Wales flag challenge last week. Moran, how'd you pull up? Surprisingly all right, but there was a lot of uh, muscle guns used, stretching, um, all of that sort of stuff. So I won't lie, I did have a lot of luggage (laughs) that I brought down to Sydney to keep me together. But yeah, feeling good. Yeah, I think that that was uh, one of my biggest takeaways from the weekend is that packing for a tournament in your late 30s is very different to packing for a tournament in your early 20s, where in your early 20s, you'd go and you grab a Red Bull before the game, you've got your boots in the car, and that's pretty much all you needed. Nowadays, here I am with my giant football bag and my yoga mat, my you know, my therapy gun, my, my roller, uh, all the things uh, just to keep my body intact for, you know, four games one day and then you know another two yeah likely expected having not to pack helmets and pads so i'd have less luggage but that is not how that went i think uh you know i think the tournament was a great day uh i think the talent that was on show was amazing um and i mean from a from a competitive standpoint very competitive um in some games uh but overall I, i think it was a great tournament and well done to everyone that came yeah I agree uh it was it was coming in nobody had any idea where any other team was at um or you know and even some of the players in the team were foreign to us because um we obviously knew the contact players uh but whether they uh were going to be able to transition well to flag um was another thing so it really was i go down and just see how you go and just uh give it a crack and i had a really good time and it was um a good two days great weather uh thank you sydney it was a bit more like queensland weather so uh we us queenslanders really enjoyed it yeah you only enjoyed it because you won again that helps it does help. And maybe that's why I did, wasn't so sore when I got back because everything hurts less when you win. But, <laughs> uh, yes, we did. Um, we, Queensland's had a year. I'm not, I'm not mad about that. But, uh, yeah, it was good to come down. And um, it was good to mix with it, it felt like some of the the old community of contact gridiron, but also meeting a whole bunch of, uh, of different people too that um, – uh and and flag players and and them welcoming us into their uh their sport and their community was really really good so we've uh, formed some really great bonds up here with some new girls and um it's expanding up here so it's great and i think that that's i think that's the one kind of thing that you really can't get uh you know in the contact game is that tournament element of it because i mean realistically you can only play one game i've played back to back and it it did not go well at all um but playing one game and then you know you sit around and you watch the other teams play but you know in this tournament you had like a couple of teams off at the same well not at the same time because unfortunately I don't know why they scheduled it this way but they scheduled all the women's games played at the same time as opposed to just one so everyone could watch for me that would have promoted the social cohesion element of the tournament um, a little bit more. Um, but still, you know, between games, we all had like an hour or so between games where we, you know, wandered around and mingled and spoke to everybody. So I think from that aspect, it was a really, really good day. And some of the talent 
was absolutely exceptional. Uh, you know, you we'd have, you know, there was quite a few purely flag players and by gosh, they showed their skills uh, more so than some of, you know, quite veteran contact players, even in skill positions. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, and I was introduced to that just through meeting a, a, a three girls on our team that are pure, pure flag background. Um, so that's Jess, Lou, Mickey, and Elise. Um, so uh, Jess has probably been playing the longest, and she uh, has been playing. Obviously, most competitions are against men uh, and playing with and against men, um, which just brings another element. I used to do that in touch footy uh, to make myself more competitive. Was to playing men's competitions um and you can really tell she she knows that sport um they both can can read it so well so quickly that was one of the the things we'll talk about what's different between contact and flag but they can certainly make reads and make plays and uh they go for it and they were just amazing to learn from um they were big knowledge uh assets to us as contact players coming across and they're just great girls and I just saw that I saw elements of that in every team so that was good and I think it's really good that you know flag players finally have a place to go you know I felt so proud knowing that uh, you know some of the girls that I played flag with over the last six or seven years finally had something where they can go hey look look at how good I am at this one sport that no one knows about um, and they finally get this opportunity to to go out and represent their state um, in, in a national tournament like that and, and you know mix among everyone else uh, for me, there was a couple of standout players uh, throughout the tournament. I have to give, you know, a pretty big shout out to uh, number 17, played for Victoria, Olivia Manfrey. My goodness, like she from, from uh, I had to I had to look her up on, on social media. So I'm like, I don't know who this girl was, but she was excellent. So it just by happenstance happened that Facebook was like, you might know this person. I'm like, well, thank you, Facebook. I actually was, uh, I wanted to find her anyway. So. <laughs> You know, whether the phone devices are connected to your brain, you know, there's that whole thing, uh, you know, conspiracy theory for a hat thing. But, uh, you know, Olivia Manfrey, AFL player, uh, so quick at reading defences, made so many picks, just ran the ball really hard, had this mad little like swivel, hip swivel type situation happening too. So mad shout out to her. Yes. Uh, Moran, you had a couple of shout out as well. Yeah, so I, I agree with uh, with that call. And Victoria, they were in the uh, semi, uh, the grand final with us. Um, so they had, and she was definitely one of the standouts. And you can really tell a flag player how quickly they can make that pull of that flag. Like there's no messing around looking for it. They are there uh, straight away and they pull that tag, uh, that flag cleanly. Um, but another one that came from another sport um, is uh, number 10 from ACT. I believe her name was Monty. Didn't get to speak much to her, but I, my understanding is that she comes from um, a Frisbee or Ultimate background, and you could tell she runs hard. She was everywhere. She was quick. She was fit. She could catch anything, and she was just a one-man destroy, team destroyer. She was fantastic. I really thought she was impressive, and what a great sport to recruit from may I say yes indeed indeed and Monty was uh you know I found I found it so interesting like you said you know when we got down to this tournament that we didn't know what we expected uh so you know we're looking at players that we've played against in contact and we're like oh yeah got to watch out for her she's this that and the other but just having these ones come out of the woodwork and like 
and just be like, who are you and where did you come from and where did you learn to do all of these things um, mm. was absolutely amazing. Uh, honestly, I for, for me, I think MVP of the whole tournament had to be Cody. I mean, her her and uh, Cubis really had themselves quite the tournament. I don't know how many touchdowns Cody taught, caught, but I it was it was a whole bunch. Uh, and, yeah, I, and I think uh, we all know Cubis um, has an incredible arm and and to turn up coming literally off the tarmac from flying in from America to, to playing with us. And she was only with us for the last few weeks of training because she just got into <laughs> to the country. Um, and But she adapted really, really well. But to Cody's credit, like Cubis was pretty safe. If she just put it in the vicinity of Cody, she was going out, she was plucking those and she was just um we laugh because we because we're we're the bigger taller girls we call ourselves the the big birds um and she used her 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 height and her size to her advantage and uh it was really nice to see Cody uh she's always been competitive she's always been up there but to really be in her own um I really think that she deserves it and I I really think that um whilst gridiron contact gridiron is definitely her sport so is flag she was Agreed. You know, I think the the uh, the consensus around the ground was, oh, I kind of like this because I'm not as sore and I haven't been hit really awkwardly. No, that's no. I um I believe playing against your team and New South Wales, Stacey, there were a few <laughs> few contact players who I don't know whether it's just because it's me or just um out of habit. Uh, you know, there was a bit of contact going on there, and I. But like, you loved it. You loved it. You're I like, come on, it. give it to me. It's like my crack. <laughs> I was like, oh, this feels like home. So, um, and that's another thing, you know, uh, there, I guess there's a level of expectation that if you do contact, that flag would be easier, but it's a completely different game. Um, and I know that, and, and coming, like we said, we didn't know what to expect from anyone. And I'm certain people would have thought I would have been playing on offense, but I was actually on defense. Um, and that was more of my position for me, um, playing that blitz position. So, you know, it's it's a totally different game and it was really, really refreshing. It was refreshing, definitely. Uh, uh, you know, I think dependent on your skill position, uh, and I'm referring this back to the contact aspect of it, like you could really hone in on specific skills that you really wanted to develop in flag that, you know, you can use in the contact season. So, you know, as a quarterback, you know, the read, like the, the blitz comes so far. So in in social flag, I think you've got um, depending on where you play and the types of rules that you play in. But in the competitions I've played, that they have to stand that seven yards back. Um, but they, you know, the the ref or you know the event host or whoever counts to three, like three Mississippis before they're allowed to blitz. And still, even then, it takes like another two seconds or whatever it is for them to blitz. So essentially, you've got about five seconds of of time to read, scan the defense, throw the ball. Um, But when there is no three Mississippi Lees, um, there is no time to read. And then you've got, you know, players like uh, Bree Payne from uh, the ACT, who is, you know, six foot tall and one of, you know, the, the lankiest people that I've ever met in my life with hands you know, above, I, I couldn't see. I mean, it was really difficult. So, um, you know, as a quarterback, the read time um, helped so much and that will help in any contact season because as we know in contact, you need to read as well. So in, using flag to increase that component of skill um, for players that want to play quarterback, highly recommend. 
you know, receivers will finally get an opportunity to catch a million balls a game. You know, yeah. in, you know, in contact, you, you're lucky if you get a ball as a receiver, depending on where you are, how good your quarterback is, how good your league is, all that sort of stuff, whether you have a league. Um, so it gave an opportunity for those guys and the DBs too. I mean, I think this competition made everybody a better DB. I think everybody learned how to backpedal really well, which is a really necessary skill. So I think overall, Flag's just a great little building ground uh, for players who love the sport to just kind of, you know, work on their craft uh, and to bring in these new players that potentially could expand Flag even more so. And I think that that's where we're heading, which is really exciting. Yeah, and I, I, I before I started playing Flag, I thought, oh, there's not much diversity. Like it's you're throwing a catching or you're trying to defend a catch, but. Um, what I found was I I got to play everywhere. I got to play center. I got to play wide receiver. I got to play corner. I got to play safety. I got to play blitz. Um, the only position that I didn't rep in was QB, and no thank you. Um, done that, that, done that already on the world stage. You, you're fine. <laughs> so oh, too soon still. Um, but yeah, and and there was there is actually a lot of versatility, and I was actually lucky in the team that I got to sort of play in a lot of different positions. Um, so I do encourage that that people give it a go because you do get to try do different things. Like when do I get to snap a ball? In- I was going to say, do you have so much more respect now for your center, knowing that as soon as you snap the ball, they have to block someone, but it was in fact, you have to try and run around without falling flat on your face. <laughs> Alex um, Ahrens was came down to to watch as well. Um, so she was having a bit of a holiday. So she's our centre in uh, Ravens. She often plays centre for Ravens and snaps the ball. And she goes, yeah, it's in there snapping. I said, yeah, snapping's easy because I don't have a D-line <laughs> coming at me. I said, it's all the stuff afterwards. But, yeah, but, um, you know, uh, Marissa Hayes or Riss Hayes was um, our our starting center and yeah she she was running all over the park and coming out of that from snapping to sprinting and doing you know routes and stuff it's it's full on it's It's definitely a skill and you know it that that snapping position is so pivotal in both aspects of the sport because the sport like the game doesn't even start until that ball is snapped and if you're a quarterback and you you don't get good snaps that's not a fun time in contact it's an even worse time and in in um, flag, if you if that snap goes to ground, uh, the play's over. There is no picking up and continuing the play. And also, as a blitzer, I notice when you have a good center that can get that ball quickly to the quarterback versus a lobby, uh, uh, you know, a, a snap that kind of lobs over or is a bit slower. It gives me as a blitzer so much more time, like a second more, to get there and put pressure on the quarterback. So, uh, very important position, definitely. I have to give a mad shout out to my center, Ramona. She is a little pocket rocket, tiny little thing, but I swear to God, spiral snaps within like had maybe two bad snaps the entire yeah. time. So, yeah. you know, props, shout out to her. That was a, uh, that was well done. That's for sure. I mean, uh, you know, what else did we learn, you know, about, about ourselves and about flag? I think during this tournament was, uh, I think we've said it before, you know, it's a very humbling experience for contact players to all of a sudden go, yeah, I do this all the time. I've been doing this for years, you know, caught balls, you know, every day for years, but it's completely different when yeah. you're in a, in a flag setting uh, and, and it's competitive. It's not just throwing around the backyard. No. And, and it's, it's definitely not non-contact when you're both going up for that ball, you know, bodies are colliding and things like that. So there is a bit of that adrenaline still there. Absolutely. I think for me, 
um, as a contact ball runner, running the ball is very different in flag. I've spent, you know, 10, 12 years um, making sure my hips are level and straight and straight. No, I can run through a tackle, whatever. This is running and salsa dancing while spinning and not falling over and not losing your direction. Um, uh, it's totally different. Um, and, uh, you know, coming in and having the control, coming in at speed and having the control to not run into a player and grab their tags and be balanced um, is a whole another art in itself. Um, so yeah, I know that there was some of the, some of the boys that were playing for the New South Wales team, a couple of them actually do salsa dancing for the purpose of, of, you know, the hip shimmy and my goodness, like watching these dudes just yeah. like, and, and the dip. So I was like, yes. the more research, you know, on the different specific moves for flag and there's, you know, the dip where essentially you're dropping your entire knee down mm. as far as you can to the ground while still moving. And oh my, if I tried that, break yeah. Duck walking, right? Right, duck walking, yeah. duck walk without touching your knee. I mean, I know our coach sent a few some footage of some some women doing that, and I'm like, I don't think my knees bend that much anymore. Um, so I'll just be over here blitzing things. Yeah, shout out! So many different skills on show. Such mm-hmm. a good tournament, and I think that uh, you know the the pathway. I was talking to some of the girls at the tournament, and you know they're like, we love this, like this is right, except we we miss the contact. And there is that, like the the next, the elevation or the you know the the advancement of flag when you move it into the pathway for contact is like there's a version called seven on seven, and it's basically skelly like you do at training, um, you know, with some headgear, with a mouth guard. It's not necessarily tackling to the ground, but there is that contact component of a block, shedding blocks, you know, going up for the ball, getting bodies intertwined, and all that sort of stuff. So the contact is still there for more progression of the game, which I think I'd, I'd love to see it move to because I think that that would just kind of seamlessly almost transition players from flag into contact. I think trying to convert flag players into contact players isn't always necessarily the best thing, Um, you know, but as long as there's pathways for everybody to enjoy, uh, I think this is going to be a really good component of the game to grow in Australia. I agree. And we talked about the trying to transfer skills from contact to flag. But I think actually flag um, probably transfers skills over to contact better in the sense that, like we talked about, such a quick game, it's such a quick read for the QBs um, and for the DBs, the defensive players. You have to, you essentially have to make a decision within the first second or two of the, of the play um, and hope that you've made the right decision um, to get there, to be quick enough to get there. Um, but the other side of that as well is one thing that I found was really important with, with flag as a receiver is playing situational football. Um, because you really have to, you, you've got such a, it's such a quick game. You really have to react to what's in front of you and go to where the, the defense give the space rather than just running your, I'm doing a slant here because what can actually happen is that quarterback does have seven seconds to pass that in, in the version that we played, um, does have seven seconds to make that pass if they can evade, if they don't have a blitzer or can evade the blitzer for that long. So that is actually a long time. So, and it's a, a modified field. So it's a bit smaller. So, uh, wide receivers have to really think about, um, where they are in space and to get to space and, um, and where the other routes are as well. So, and the wide receivers. So it's, it's actually really good, uh, knowledge building for contact sport because if you can do especially on defense if you can do reads 
uh, as quick as that in contact, you're all good as gold, you know. So um, I found that that there were a lot of benefits that I didn't realise until I started playing um, flag. And I probably thought, nah, flag, um, typical contact player. Uh, but, it, yeah, it's it's a good, you're right, it's a good pathway to those things. And there are opportunities with flag as well. I've got one of my own teammates, Natty. Um, that she is actually and um, going over to Japan. She's in Japan right now, trialing for the Japan team for flag. Um, so can you guys like get off the plane? And she was home for like two days. Yeah, and two days. She played. Plane. She played social flag on Wednesday, and then was on a flight. I think the next day or the day That's after. Dedication, right there. Right, and she did. She's if you ever see Natty, she spends as much time flying through the air and on the ground as she does standing in flags. So there's there's not a commitment issue with Natty at all. She goes for it. Um, but you know, and and one thing that our coach Liam has been just so passionate about is about this this sport and women playing it. And for him to see that this competition happened, that he had women playing, um, because he's watched the likes of Jess. Mickey and Elise playing, you know, in and against men, but to see them now taking it and having a women's competition and showing us up, mind you, in a lot of a lot of the games and skills um, was fantastic. But then to see the likes of Natty, uh, who, you know, has just started playing flag and giving it a go and going overseas and having a crack, um, you know, he's just absolutely passionate and that passion is starting to grow here too as well for the females in Brisbane as well so it's awesome. I mean a huge shout out to Liam I don't think there was anyone at the tournament on the weekend that didn't know who Liam was uh for those of you that don't know uh Liam is the founder of Brisbane flag football and he's a big supporter of the show big supporter of women's football uh you know I've, I've been in contact with him for a couple of years now and it was finally good to meet him in person um and the energy that he has for the game I think his background was that he was over in the UK was he over in the UK and, and and started up a league over there and then decided to come over here and was like, I love this sport, but there's no one playing it. So I'll just start some pickup games. Yeah. And so his league started from him just talking to people and going, Hey, do you want to play some flag football? You know, no rules, no uniforms. It's literally no a social thing on a Sunday. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's that's happening up in Queensland and they're expanding their leagues around there. Uh, you know, WA has a league that they run pretty regularly. I think we're going to start seeing the other states jump on board because I think that this should be a national, like a, you know, a yearly tournament. Uh, if, if not for anything more than the pathway that currently exists. So, you know, what happened from this tournament was that there's going to be a national team selected to represent Australia at the World Games over in Malaysia in October this year. And then from that, we go into like a qualifying and we have to be invited to attend the World Cup, which is in Finland next year. Uh, so that's that's the pathway that exists from a, a grassroots to a international level. But, uh, you know, even just to get a tournament like this happening or semi-regularly just for a social cohesion aspect, recruitment aspect, I think it just serves so many more purposes than just being flag football and being, a you know, a selection ground for a national team. Yeah, absolutely. And there's something about... Because there's, it's, it's only five people on the field at a time, all the version, um, that we played, and that, and that's what's exciting about flag too. There's about 35 different versions of the game. Um, but we played, um, five, five v five. And, uh, so we had, I think 13. So it's actually quite a really tight, small number. We're used to, you know, 20, 25 in contact. Yeah. It's something else to have that tight knit, um, you know, 
12 to 15 players uh, going down and travelling as well. So um, I thought that was pretty special about it as well. And also, you know, just the headaches that you don't get when you're traveling with contact is you, you don't have to worry about that extra luggage with your, your pads and your helmet. And if you don't have a bag that fits your helmets and your pads, and then what if your pads get lost on the way? To the, and it, anyway, it's a, bit, it's a big whole thing. It's just more economical, you know, and, and, you know, just consistent to play flag. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, I think, you know, it, I I don't know what exactly is happening with the footage from the games, but uh, I am going to inquire and see if, uh, you know, we can get access to that and get some highlights out um, because I think that some of the amazing plays from that weekend should be seen somewhere uh, by people that were not more, by more people than there were the ones just in the game uh, at the time. So uh, hopefully we can get that happening and, and maybe they'll go on YouTube or something like that. So I think that, that that'll be really exciting for uh, for everyone there playing at home who want to know what flag is. But uh, there are leagues around, like I said, WA's got a league, Brisbane's got a league. There is a social league in, uh, in Sydney, down in Wollongong, up in Newcastle. ACT do flag. Uh, I feel like GV is going to be jumping on the on the flag wagon. The flag wagon, oh, that's a nice one. Oh, put oh, that in my back pocket. Um, and so we should see, you know, more states get involved, which means more opportunities for women to get involved, which means more opportunity for women to play a version of the sport that we love, and that is the ultimate goal. Moran, final take on flag from the weekend. Advice, final take. What do you got? Uh, final take is my advice is give it a go. Um, throw out all your expectations, um, or what you think you know, uh, and um, have a lot of fun. And I think if if you're thinking about playing contact, flag is a good way to start. It's a, a great way to build up some um, skills that are very transferable to contact. Um, and yeah, it's it's it can be social. It's a I don't think you can really play contact social. So flag is a good social outlet as well. So I highly recommend it, but uh, loved it. Had a really good time. Yeah, completely agree with that. And and like I've said before, is if your club's not running flag, then they should be. Uh, you know, like I said, it serves a purpose of, you know, fundraising for your club. If you can get enough people together to make a little league, make yourself some money without having to go onto the bunning sausages. Um, but yes, uh, skills for rookies, uh, you know, we when we spoke to Riley, she said that, uh, you know, playing flag was such an important component of her feeling comfortable about playing contact. So you know, there's all of that elements as well. And I think, uh, you know, my final take for any contact players that want to go and play flag now is get comfortable being uncomfortable because you will be uncomfortable for a while, uh, but enjoy it. Enjoy the process because it yeah. is, you know, it's a new version of something that we love. Uh, so go out and give it a try and uh, wherever you can give back because this is such an easy way to give back to the sport you know, just offering to go down and, you know, coach a, you know, a lesson at a school or, you know, look at trying to try to get the game into more, get footballs into more hands, I think yes. is is the main, main point of all that. But we will be back next week because Alia is over in Canada at the moment doing some crazy sports thing. She played three games of basketball today in a field hockey. I don't know what she's doing over there, but it's a lot of sport. Uh, so she's going to be back and chances are she'll be dialing in from the plane as she touches down on the tarmac, which is very Ali-esque of her. Uh, and we should have Danny back next week and got some great guests lined up over the next couple of weeks as we start to roll into uh, the crux of preseason in most states. You know, we're about five, six weeks out of season. So 
get in there, uh, play flag, do the recruiting well. Preseason is coming. Uh, but Moran, let's take it easy and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, just a shout out to any Queenslanders thinking about playing come to the Open Days on the first one is this weekend and then two weeks from now.